Hello and welcome to the Emerald Gamescast episode 34. First episode since episode 33 to not have two of the same number. My name is Nolan. With me is... I'm Janelle. And... I'm Alex. And that was at least our fourth time getting that intro. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to make any jokes anymore because it keep, I'm sick of starting over. This You're is a joke-free yeah. podcast. I'm sick, I'm sick of this podcast. This is um, starting now, episode 34. No more humor on the Emerald Games cast. Was there ever any? There was ne- <laughs> No, there was never any. Well... That's okay, because video games are serious business not to be trifled with, and us, the gamers, don't like laughing or smiling about them. So, that is is perfectly suited to what we're doing here, talking serious games, serious news. Speaking of serious games, serious news, the serious-ist console, Xbox, had a big showcase. They did. And... It was a couple days ago. Showed a bunch of new games. We're just going to jump right into the news. What'd you guys think? Boring. 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 <laughs> I mean, okay. I, I There were some interesting games in there, um, and it didn't overstay its welcome, I feel like. I know that they, it was like an hour long, but it didn't feel like an hour. At least in my brain, it didn't. So I was actually, I liked it just fine. I liked it just about on the same level as the, the PS4. Or PS5, excuse me, now we're a number up. The PS5 conference, where it's like, they're saying a lot of things, the majority of things I don't care about, but the couple things they show off seemed kind of cool, you know? Let's say, for context, that this, like Alex said, is like a 60-minute conference, they had a pre-show. If I remember right, they said that there were, I think, 10 first-party world premieres, and I want to say Phil Spencer said 22 other games shown in total. Yeah. So it was about one game every two minutes. Um, some of them were a lot quicker because Halo Infinite, the biggest hitter of the show, probably they showed for so long, maybe seven or eight minutes, Forever. maybe a little longer. I was gonna say like ten or fifteen. Clearly too long for for Janelle. Like yeah. Twenty. It was like 35 minutes. It was forever. It was like four <laughs> hours long. It was like four hours long. I'm it still watching it. It was like watching, watching Gettysburg it. two times in a row in they just played. Class. They just played the entire Halo Infinite campaign all the way through. Um, but no, this was... And, the, then and, then, and then Phil Spencer came on and he's like, that's every mission from Halo Infinite. But there's still so much more to discover this fall. <laughs> like... The multiplayer of Halo yeah. Infinite. Yeah, we haven't seen that at all. They haven't shown that to us, which is, I think, is what more people are interested in, if I had to guess. Um, so, Alex, as someone who didn't really play, to, at least, in, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I don't think you were really much of a Halo person back in the Not day, at all. I play. I think we talked about this when the, the Master Chief Collection came to PC, but the first time I ever really played Halo more than in passing at a friend's house, and when I say in passing, I mean, like, in passing, I probably totaled maybe... 30 total minutes in my life of Halo before this. Um, I thought it was neat. I liked it a lot. Um, it has a grappling hook, so that automatically makes it a good video game. Um, I do! I do. Well, do I played like, more of it after like the fact, Halo right? Like, play, I played a little bit of the Halo like the 1 campaign Halo when it played. came to PC. And, of course, I played multiplayer with you and friend of the show, sure. Frankie. Um, and, and actually, oldest friend of the show, Andrea, I played Halo with her. She was super into it as well. Yep. Um... But I thought it looked really nice. I really like how they're leaning into this sort of like plasticine, like almost toy box look. A lot of people were angry on the internet, as they tend to be, 
Um, but specifically, they seemed angry that it didn't look quite as nice as they wanted it to and, like, shiny. But, I mean, like, you it's look at... called flat is the word I hear thrown around. But the, and that's just, I just don't feel that at all, right? It's an art style, and I think it works really, really well. Right. Um, compare this to, like, what was the last one? Halo 5, where it just looks like this fucking, like, Dark Knight Kevlar, like, shades of gray. It looks awful. It looks like yeah, shit see, compared to this. I... I, I was actually very refreshed by this trailer because um, I think I'm not alone at all in saying that the Halo games made by 343, so essentially everything after Reach has had a lot of visual noise. Um, the, the lighting is great in the sense that it looks very, you know, quote-unquote next-gen, and I mean that in the sense of like what we called next-gen at the end of the Xbox 360 where everything was all about lighting and reflections and all of these high quality textures that gave a lot of the early eighth gen games a kind of weird like oily sheen veneer where everything glows and those games have a lot of that i thought a lot of the armor was very over designed everything is so covered in nuts and bolts and juts and ridges and ruffles do you know it, it just is a you, mess. Do you know what I think of when I think of the the three four three? I think you said the the company was the the yeah, like yeah. more modern Halo games is a Marvel movie. Yeah. You have these iconic characters oh. with these really really good designs that are just like muted and like dulled and made to look like gritty and dark, and it's like there's no yeah there's no life. Like they were so invested in this idea of like realism and having it look edgy and gritty that it it just looks bland. That looks infinitely more from... flat than whatever Halo Infinite was, right? Aside from 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 character designs, there's even even a con, like a conflict in this idea of it looking more gritty and bland. Because on one hand, the the model work looks more gritty and bland than the originals. There's a lot less color pop. But on the other hand, they they cranked these dials up to eleven on particle effects and bloom. So everything is constantly glowing and lens flaring at you. And when you, you you have an explosion there's so many particles going on and that i guess we could just sum it up this it's a lot of visual noise is the point but yeah when i saw this my very first thought was wow this could be and i don't mean this in a bad way this could be mistaken for a remake of the first level of halo one yeah it looked inviting it, and cool it, it it has um a really really clean color palette is the main thing that stood out um all of the enemies just pop out of the environment. They all have clean silhouettes. Um, there, there's a really the skybox is gorgeous. The and it, and it's a really it's very clear like what is and isn't traversable. There's just a lot of of uh, mastery being shown in that trailer in terms of environment design and character design. But it's almost weird to say, like that mastery is being shown because yeah, it's all very return to form like this just looks like what halo 3 looked like but in my memory that's what i was gonna say yeah it looks like what people wanted at the time the original three halo games to look like but you know hardware Uh limitations or whatever made that impossible um they also said it's gonna run at a solid 60 fps on both console and pc hopefully more on pc but 60 as a minimum is like nice because every other halo game literally up until they came to pc you ran at 30 so i i'm looking forward to that for sure and you said it's got a grappling hook that they didn't they didn't use for traversal in the trailer, so I don't they really know. They used it to is. get up in a ledge. Oh really? I only remember him him latching onto the brute with it. 
um, but I must have forgotten. He also that part. pulled. He also pulled over an explosive and threw it at people. Um, yep. Oh yeah, he pulled over the barrel and and just threw it. Oh yeah, that was yeah. really exciting. Yeah. Um, I'd forgotten, and it, it it has those things from uh, Halo Reach where you can throw down the bubble shields. He used that yeah. to block a grenade early on. I know some people who were very upset and or wary that he can like run and has extra gadgets like a uh, like a grappling hook. I guess apparently Halo Reach had a system that felt a lot more like. Apparently, this was them dipping their toes into like the Call of Duty style of like. Yeah, loadouts instead of it being the classic Halo H- arena shooter. Halo Reach was the first Halo game to have loadouts in multiplayer, um, and instead of having character perks, they basically had attachments. So, like Halo Reach had a sprint button. Um, I think it was LB. Yeah, but, but you had to pick that when you, you your character you had to respond. pick sprint as part yeah. of your loadout. You know, alternatively, you could use that button to. I want to say have a jetpack for a double jump. There was stuff like um, to overcharge your shields. And you were swapping out those modules during the single player campaign as well. So there was an extra layer on top of your classic two weapon system, which kind of, I don't think that there is much negative to be said about Halo Reach, but I can agree that that made it feel a little bit less elegant because Halo is a very Halo's a very elegant design. Halo's it, it's weird because Halo has become so maximalist in recent times, but the original Halo is like a lot more minimalist in a, in a lot of ways than most shooters of its time. Um mm-hmm. it Well, seems, I wouldn't say that. It seems so basic. Minimalist is the wrong word, but like it it, it seems so basic today to have Sure. two weapons you're swapping out and one grenade and to have a melee button and that's it a jump button you know yeah boom you don't like you don't have like a weapon wheel you don't have like a silent takedown you don't have multiple grenades you don't have powers you don't have um aim down sights you don't have a sprint button you know all this stuff is is like fluff that gets away from what halo does really good which is just very clean arena shooting yeah, Halo took a lot of influence from games like uh, Quake and like some of the multiplayer modes in like Half-Life, you know, that made it uh, much more, like you were saying, it's clean, right? It, and Halo was right. kind of the last bastion for this for a long time that everyone else had already moved off of, and then the military shooter started introducing things like loadouts. Um, yeah, so I- I'm curious to see if this game truly and sincerely returns to form, but we got a lot to cover, so we should check on some of the other games as well. I'd say um, the last thing to throw out there oh, is yeah, just yeah. that it's open world now. Is yeah, it's oh yeah, have like a map with 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 nodes, um, and like you're taking objectives at your own. I guess you're deciding where you're going. It, it was sort of simple. It's like very like a great plateau looking environment with like three towers. That have they ever done that before? Guns at that's new, right? Uh, that's new. Yep. Wow. Okay. That's new. So I'm curious to see how that'll turn out. Um, what else yeah. is of note that we want to bring up? Um, that's about it for Halo Infinite. Yeah, yeah, for so Halo you, Infinite, you, for sure. You've been really quiet, I'm guessing, just because Halo, Halo's, like, not, you don't care. Nope. Kind of generic. <laughs> I don't so. care at all. I've just no. been picking out a sunburn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's been the last ten minutes. That's not good for um, your skins. I, I know, but it's hard not to. I can't, I don't care. That conference, I didn't, I don't know, I didn't Was care. there nothing in there? Um, at the very end when Fable came on, I went, oh, shit. <laughs> and that was the height of Let's, my... That's a good segue. Let's talk about Fable. Did you have any yeah. thoughts on that, Janelle? Neat. <laughs> Neat. Looks like Shrek. Fable See, again. Look okay, Shrek. thank you. Thank I you. I, I it never... literally is the opening scene of Shrek 1. I've it never exactly played the same. 
I've never played a Fable game. Has it always <laughs> been like that? Has it always been kind of like yeah. goofy, tongue-in-cheek, Shrek-like, you know? In okay. Fable 1 and 2, there's a, a a selectable emote for farting. So that's the yeah. kind of game that that See, is. See, I liked okay. Fable when I was a lot younger. I don't think I'd like Fable so much now. But it's neat that they're, like, what, is it a remaster of 1? I, no, it's a new I game. I don't really know. Something we, oh, it's it a new game, yeah. Well, it's, it's neat that they're doing that, but, like... You know, this is just the way that video games are in this in this <laughs> decade. It's just is that is that a, is that the first game or is that a new game? I I don't know. I don't know. What, so Nintendo, you're making a game called Mario now. You know what that is- hasn't happened yet. But mark my goddamn words, listeners. Nintendo will release a game called Super Mario in the next ten years. Watch them rebrand Mario my- <laughs> 64 as just Mario when the, the, the Nintendo 64 loses any and all cultural relevance, right? Well, you know what's you know what's weird is that like. The, the 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 cultural relevance quote unquote of these games that use the title of the first one it's simultaneously nostalgic and cocky at the same time <laughs> because it's like you thought you'd played god of war well that's out the window now or my favorite thing when like a series like say stalker which is relevant to that's, i was gonna say that's an amazing segue yeah. yeah there are there are three stalker games there's Stalker Shadow of Chernobyl, that's the original. There's Stalker Call of Pripyat and Stalker Clear Sky. Most people refer to them as the first, second, and third Stalker games. But then, psych, they announced Stalker 2. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just this wonderfully cocky move of going like, those didn't even count, boys. Yeah. Ready for the sequel? I love it. Actually... I, I really enjoyed um, Bethesda's presence in the Xbox showcase. <laughs> you mean lack thereof? Okay. I, I no, I really li- I really enjoyed seeing Fallout DLC and seeing a new Skyrim game. Okay, I'm, I'm with you on a vowed. Because Outer Worlds does look like Fallout, though, doesn't it? Outer Worlds is so Fallout, and that yeah. chapter for it was so 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 Fallout. And then they went, yeah. but also Skyrim. Here's a Draugr, and like so, like as as man. for you as a fan of of Bethesda games, do you? Oh, yeah. by the way, listener, the games we're talking about are Obsidian's <laughs> Outer Worlds, which is like their sort of 1920s space version of a Fallout formula. And what they now announced this game called Avowed, which uh, we don't know enough about it to say it's basically an Elder Scrolls game. But like that's it's got the visual trappings the of an Elder Scrolls game. It, yeah. it has like the double, yeah. the double, like, you know, equipping each hand separately, magic in one, sword in the other, first person dark fantasy all that jazz yeah and my question for you is like is, is there anything in that that d- draws you or no no not at all <laughs> not well at they all. didn't not sh- at all. they didn't show anything i think that's part of it right like well they showed a trailer and that should be as a person who watches that for trailers that should be enough to get me interested in your game and it didn't at all well, i guess let, let's say avowed is like a relatively competent take on this formula do do you care or are you waiting for elder scrolls 6 uh i'm i'd rather play elder scrolls 6 really? i don't care at all even Personally, with bethesda's I track record play the obsidian game yeah yeah i mean heck man i've been waiting for that game for so long you know it's been almost a decade now of course i there's still a part of me that has hopes for that game being good yeah or yeah. being Fuck, Skyrim isn't very good. Skyrim has a shit ton of problems, but I still loved that game. Sure, sure. I'll, I'll be really forgiving about that game, even though I know I probably shouldn't be. <laughs> I will die on this hill. I will die on this hill. People did not start saying Skyrim is not good until it had been out for ten or nine years. No. And I think that they're 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 right. Okay, Skyrim has a lot of flaws on extended play, but 
it shouldn't go understated, in my opinion, how that game changed everything. Oh, that's not what I mean. That's not what I mean. I think that, like, as a video game, it's a really great video game, but I did play it on PS4, which Mm, had a mm -hmm. ton of bugs. So when I say that game was bad, I mean, like, you know, things would go missing in my game, or things would fall through the world, or things would go up very high in the sky, (laughs) or quests wouldn't work, or whatever. Like, that game had a lot of problems. Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't... Like, hell, even in the quest, they did have problems that bothered me when I was younger because I wish they would have been more fleshed out. But, like, I still don't think that's a bad game. I think it's one of the most important games to me. I think it's a great game with just a ton of problems. Probably sounds absurd, but I think Skyrim will be remembered as, you know, quote-unquote bad in the same way that Shenmue 1 and 2 are remembered as quote-unquote bad. I don't think As in, these games are remarkable, but they worked better in the time here's here's the thing from the time here's the thing is that sky i think the thing is that skyrim has such a huge cultural relevance to people that don't play video games like this was a big deal for you know quote unquote non-core gamers yeah i think that will always be it'll be up there with uh you know like zelda and mario as games that appealed beyond that i agree with alex yeah i think that like for the rest of video game time it will be seen as like one of the greatest video games Mm -hmm. i guess i only suppose i mean like But that's kind of what I mean. People in 20 years may look back on Skyrim and go, this is one of the greatest RPGs ever made. But will they be saying, like, yes, it holds up, you should play it today? Oh. Or will they be saying, this is the greatest RPG ever because of it, yeah. its massive I, I'm, yeah, I think the latter. the people who have been playing it, the same people who have been playing it daily for the last 10 years with mods will go, <laughs> yeah, mods, man, just use mods. It's a brand new game. They're like, but, yeah, it's, uh, actually, uh, our remake of Morrowind is going to be completed in about 2036 if you stick around. <laughs> the non-core gamers we talked about, though, don't give a shit about that. They're not going to install mods or know how to, right? No. They're going to play it on their console or whatever. No, of course not. Right, and I, I but, think that's an um, important thing to remember, especially when you're talking about Skyrim. Yeah, that that was a joke because obviously, sure, sure. because there's only five people who still play that game. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. um, but to answer your question, it you know, let me see more about that. What's that game called? Avowed. Uh, Avowed. Avowed. Let me see more about Avowed, but no, and like I don't know, I don't see anything wrong. Look. I'm not a very creative person. I can't come up with ideas. I'm not smart about that stuff. But, like, it's one thing to see a game company take inspiration from another company. That happens all the time. You know, inspiration's really good. But to have them make two games that look just like other games that already exist from one other company is kind of, I don't know, that puts a weird taste in my mouth. And I I think it's kind of gross. I think that what you're saying is, is right. But I would argue that Outer Worlds is more unique to Fallout than people give it credit for. That's what I was gonna Um, say, yeah. I, I don't think Outer Worlds is is quite as similar. But then again, this is coming from the same Look, person who says that Fallout New Vegas and 3 are, like, wildly different. And they're not. They're both Fallout. And... But I maintain they are, so I know what you mean. And, like, like, okay, sure, when you actually look at how the games work and when you play sure. them, they're different. But look at any advertising for those games. Yeah. Yes. They're, they're the both, same game. The visual trappings and tone. Yeah. Sci-fi. Yeah. That is what I'm talking about. I don't give a shit but, about the rest of it at all. But, but that's that so surface level. alone... You know, what? That's, I'm sorry, I, I cut you off. But that is that's just so surface level, right? Like, yes, okay, the visual trappings and tone. Okay, but when you look at tone. two video games, then like, yeah, of course, I'm not gonna play that game because when I look at it, it looks like games that I like more, but maybe worse. Sure. You know, like surface level with that kind of stuff is really important because people like me who think, oh, that looks like another game I already like, aren't gonna go. Maybe I'll like it. I'm gonna go play Fallout New Vegas if it stops breaking. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think one I can thing. I understand what you mean. I, I think that to me that absolutely makes sense from a marketing perspective, but at the same time, to me, it's like um, 
It's like Bethesda making an RPG and then Bioware making one. Nope. I'm going, yeah, they're 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 both like high fantasy about stopping like a scourge or something, but like I prefer this company's design philosophy and I'm more interested in their in their take on it. For to me, like I, I see Obsidian making an RPG and I go, that's cool because nobody else makes Bethesda games, but I prefer Obsidian's writing and quest design. So if they make a game that's pretty much like an Elder Scrolls, but with superior like focus, in my opinion, then that to me works. But to to credit what you're saying, though, like the grand majority of people don't care about the Obsidian pedigree. Yeah, and also the grand majority of people just go, "This just it, this looks like not this looks generic." Also, to be fair, you did say today that you didn't really like Outer Worlds that much, but you love Fallout. I, I didn't. I didn't like Outer Worlds so. that much, and that's but that's true. But I. Played the game to reach that opinion. Like, sure. I, I, I was excited by the marketing because to me it was like, it's cool to see them, you know, oh, they, they were kind of, uh, what's the word? They were restricted from their full vision on this Fallout game. So they can't make a Fallout game, but they can make like a retro future critique of America with their own RPG. And, and it'd be interesting, it's almost like an alt, it's almost like an alt timeline Obsidian Fallout game in a way. Mm-hmm. Which sure. interests me. But, again, that only works for people who care about Obsidian and know the history, right? Yeah. So, it's sort of a tough gambit. Before we oh, move on... There's also a game that... Oh, okay. Uh, I was just going to say really quick. It, but right before we move on, I just want to remind everybody, myself included, we don't know anything about Avowed. They showed off a trailer that was very, True. very minimal. So, like, maybe it'll take new weird directions. Maybe it'll kind of be its own thing. Maybe. Um, we still have time to figure it out. I'm with Janelle, and that mm-hmm. trailer didn't sell me just because it's a bad trailer. I don't really have any huge connection to the... I'm with Janelle on that, too. Yeah. That was a boring-ass trailer. trailer I'll, I'll admit that. Yeah. That um, was not good. One thing Obsidian did that I'm that kind was... of interested in was... Uh, oh, what's it called? Grounded. That seemed cute. Grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, their Fortnite game. <laughs> no, no, it's their uh, it's their Rust game. It's their survival No, I know, game. but, like... Right after me watching it and making fun of them for making two games that look like another developers, they have these little people like building things, and I thought <laughs> it's another game that already existed. But okay, but it looks cute. They didn't make a joke about that. They didn't make a joke about that in the trailer. Other than that, yeah, they they mm-hmm. joked about it in the trailer. It was like from the studio that makes games that are nothing like this one. I thought that was a cute little tongue in cheek <laughs> yeah. trailer. Um, but the game is basically just like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. You're in the yard, and they, there's supposed to be some sort of story element. You play as like four set, one of four set characters, and have to, like, survive bugs and, like, hang out in the yard and build a house out of grass. Um, there was a Battletoad in the lawn, right? A Battletoad toy. That was the best part of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Love that. Little things like that. It it seemed interesting, and it comes out... We're recording this on the 26th, by the way, so it comes out in a few days. That could be interesting to try. I think it's already out. I think it comes out on Tuesday. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I, want to say it was, like, either the 30th or 28th. Um, I think it's the 28th. Probably, Yeah. yeah. Um, listener, it'll be out for you. Yeah, when this comes out. Yeah, man, the f- you can play grounded. What's the feature like, listener? What's the twenty eighth like? We what's should bug snacks like. We should rebrand because, like, I mean, John Oliver has like last week tonight. Let's do like <laughs> last Master Chiefs last chief last week tonight, right? Like, I think we can. I think we can play <laughs> into that. Master Chiefs. You heard it here first, folks. Alex's petition for rebranding is Master Chief's Last Week Tonight. Yeah, because we're all such big Halo <laughs> okay. fans. You know? I love Halo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. What else? Is so there anything else? We talked about a good good handful of games. Uh, Medium stood out to me. Medium. You know, which one's that? Fan. 
The one that looks like Silent Hill. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was very unimpressed with this whole showcase, if you can't tell. That game looks neat, though, and I really hope... Here's the thing. Everything I just said, throw it out the window. Silent Hill stopped trying to make Silent Hill good years and years and years ago. If they can make Silent Hill better, go for it. So, that's a pretty interesting distinction. So, like, if, if this, to you, works because the developer, like, isn't doing anything with their property... Versus, like, Obsidian is, like, directly competing with an existing thing. Yeah, That's, yeah. Okay, that, yeah, that makes sense. I guess sense. so, yeah. Sort of like a spiritual successor. Like, nobody else is going to make a Metal Gear game. So if, like, someone made, like, a weird anime stealth game. Right, it yeah. It wouldn't seem like stuff yeah. on toes. There, there's a difference between um, Tim Obsidian himself calling <laughs> calling Tim Bethesda himself and saying, ha, huh, fuck you, same game, and going, man, I really liked this this concept. But that's never going to happen again. Let's make it ourselves and make it cool in Russian. So for like people who haven't played Silent Hill, is is there more that Silent Hill to this besides it has the same composer and it has uh, spooky? But what what else makes this uh, just not just a horror game? Well, it's the it's the different worlds. It's okay. That's the whole idea of Silent Hill, right? You go into the town of Silent Hill and it doesn't always look hellish. It's like only sometimes it does. It's more complicated than that, but I'm not going to go into the So it's the, the lore concept of, of like parallel realities. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you're, it's, so... and it looks exactly the same as that. Like if you look at pictures of Silent Hill, it, it looks identical, which mm-hmm. is great. So, but other than that, I didn't really, I mean, hell, I haven't played every Silent Hill game. Sure. <laughs> but sure. Um, that was kind of where it ended. Um, it, it looks like that one lets you be in both at once, though. Or at least renders them both at the same time yeah, which in some is, fashion. Which is really, really cool, and that's different. In the trailer, they show the character, um, they have a split-screen view of the character going the same path on both versions, like layers of... One was sort of just like a regular rundown, you know, Eastern Bloc Russian building, and the other was the same layout and room plan, but with these weird sort of hell walls and brimstone and fire. Yeah. Um, it looked like barnacles. It did look like barnacles. Looked like parts of Bloodborne, to me. Man, that's a good game. Um, At, uh, but, I mean, I did forget about that one. So thank you for reminding me. I've been looking forward to that since. Was it the Sony? No, what conference was it that they showed that game for the first time? Was it Sony? Probably um, it was yeah, Microsoft, it was, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because um, it was not that long ago. Um, and that, that does look really interesting and I'm very excited to find out more about it. Yeah. Uh, Alex. There was also, uh, Everwild, if I can bring that up. That's another game that has a pedigree behind it. You know, it's got Rare Studios, um, but we know nothing about. It looks pretty, but like, what is it? Um. It's like people with animal companions on what looks like a somewhat like a it reminded me of the aesthetic of ori in the blind forest almost like this sort of fantastical cartoonish colorful world full of mystical creatures Mm -hmm. and these people look like they maybe have some sort of ritualistic control like they're casting spells by drawing circles in the ground with their sticks yeah yeah i'm curious to know more about it spirit animals in a way look i I'm going to segue that into something I've been thinking about with the way we, like, advertise video games. I'm really sick and tired of games like that that, like, look really pretty and cool, maybe, but we see a big thing at a conference and nobody knows what the game even is. Like, that works with movies, but I'm not going to get excited for a video game if I don't know what playing it is going to be like. And so many trailers these days are just 
that and it's really frustrating this isn't the first time i've heard you say that we i fuck even in this episode it's not the first time you've yeah. said we don't yeah. know what that game is going to this be this is a pretty interesting yeah. connection to the conversation about avowed because i think in this case for most people the selling point is the rareware logo so do you do you feel that like the pedigree of a game is enough to market it because we talked about See, it even with kojima kojima yeah. was the pedigree here's the thing I, about I, rare I, is that when I think of Rare Studios, I think of, like, Banjo and Kazooie. I think of Conker's Bad Fur Day. I think of Jet Force Gemini, you know? I think of, like, their yeah. sort of, like... Oh, man, Jet Force Gemini. Yeah, I, I think of their sort game. of... Their, their weirder, more niche, almost platformy games. Um, this yeah. is decidedly not that. I, they're like, I, nope. That's not what the message they were getting across. So, for me, it I was, 100%. like... To me, Rareware is 3D platformers and, like, Perfect Dark. And yeah, yeah. And that was not, uh, that perception was not taken away from me until taken away from me. <laughs> like someone just, for, like... Yeah, forcing your hand. Or something. That wasn't taken away from me until um, Sea of Thieves, which is interesting because they had already made Viva Pinata, but mm. I, I just didn't know about it view pinata has a lot of the visual trappings and feel of their older games though you know like it might not be a platformer sure, sure. but the vibe and general quote-unquote rareness is still there in the some of that sense though rare has a formula that yeah they have since stopped using so we used to know with rareware up until relatively recently you could pretty safely assume a rareware game was going to be a colorful 3d platformer mm-hmm um, and now you can't because they don't do that anymore. Which is cool. I'm glad they're thing. like diversifying and trying new and weird mm -hmm. different things. I really like Sea of Thieves more than I think most people do, unfortunately. Yes. But yeah, I, I just want to know more about it. Um, Alex's um, obituary will say like the guy who liked Sea of Thieves and Pokemon Go two years after they came out. The, the, <laughs> no, the, the guy who liked <laughs> both of those games before <laughs> everyone else did. B before those games like regained their yeah, favor yeah <laughs> to answer your question though nolan yes oh yes um yes and that's why i'm excited for elden ring <laughs> oh okay so like so it works for you with certain devs yeah of course yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. yeah i'm like that with arcane i'll of buy course. literally arcane yeah, if arcane. you're listening i will buy Okay, I shouldn't say that because you can't predict the future. But right now, <laughs> what you've announced, I will buy everything that you make. Arcane sponsor um, our podcast, um, Master Chief's last, last week tonight. Week tonight. Master Chief. Um, Alex, yes. how do you feel about Psychonauts? I was going to bring that up. I'm glad that. I think that's the only other thing how we wanted to mention, about this right? In long video of Jack Black singing a song. I, <laughs> I have my headcanon. My idea is they were like, we're making a new game, and he shows up in his. Uh, in his brutal legend shirt, and it's like awesome. We're making a new brutal legend, and they're like, "No, you're gonna be a, a oh, Psychonauts no. voice. You're gonna do Psychonauts. No more brutal legend ever." Um, but I think Psychonauts two looks really cool. Um, there is space for a 3D platformer like Psychonauts. Psychonauts is not only a pretty solid game; it's also like really consistently funny. Um, and I think that they do. Double Fine does a really good job at doing that. Um, you know, compare that to Rare, who like I know I brought up Conquer's Bad Fur Day. I don't think Conker's Bad Fur Day is a very good video game, but they try to hide that with humor. But it's also not very funny. So it Yeah. Whereas like Brutal Legend, I think kind of struggles as a video game, but I think Brutal Legend is consistently pretty funny for the most part, right? Um, sure. You guys, you guys ever have those games where 
regardless of like how like interesting they might be the character designs are so ugly that you you don't you want to look at it is that psychonauts you for you play that game that is extremely psychonauts for oh. me that game made my stomach curdle oh i love how so the, ugly. i love how the characters look in psychonauts they all look so oh, weird I, I love it. They, they it upset me. Wow. Aesthetically, the main okay. thing that I thought about is that with Psychonauts, I have to wonder if people who don't know the conceit of Psychonauts being that like every level takes place inside somebody's brain, I wonder if people will anticipate this game thinking that the entire thing has a 60s... Um, well, it kind of does. Like a vibes aesthetic, it, which... It kind of does. That would just be one world. No? no? Well, it does have an overarching, like, kind of, like, 60s psychedelic vibe to it, but there are worlds that, that lean more that, into it or do other things. Having, like, that world having, like, kaleidoscope effects and the and the van driving around, yeah, that yeah. seemed like that wouldn't carry throughout the whole game, but I also don't know. I, there's a, yeah, there's a, a, a looser 60s, 70s theme to it. Um, different worlds will have different okay. areas, but I think overall it does have this sort of funky psychedelic vibe to it, which I think played across really well i'm excited for psychonauts 2 i'm interested in psychonauts 2 um yeah i'm i'm really surprised you didn't like the character designs because i always thought they were super like cool and weird i don't know huh they're weird (laughs) yeah but like (laughs) i I think they can be both i like like weird no for sure that can happen i just think in that case like in my opinion they were just it wasn't interesting weird it was just really ugly sure i I sure liked the uh shot of Jack Black and Tim Schafer hugging, <laughs> and I, I have a, I have an inkling that the shot of Jack Black and Tim Schafer hugging and posing for the camera is the sole reason that they put the date at the beginning of the video. I was thinking that too. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. Because they don't want to get canceled about the virus. <laughs> so. <laughs> was there anything else worth you know, bringing up, or that we were interested in personally? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. I know you guys said that you were done talking about this conference and there's not really that much else in there. I know that there's Forza. Eh, don't care. Yeah. We got in an argument about how, as we did mm. when I met you, Alex, yeah. the way Forza is spelt in those games should be different. With like a number four. With Forza, Forza but Horizon. But you, but I keep, four. I keep yeah. telling Janelle, I keep telling Janelle, they're on Forza 9 right now, so... But it's Forza Horizon 4. But it's a spin-off series. Anyway, as you were saying, though... <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine? Oh, jeez. Okay. All right. Uh, there was that Remedy game that looked like Call of Duty, but like also like Crisis. Can't remember the name of it. Oh, Crossfire X. Yeah. Uh, but none of those are important to me. What I wanted you... <laughs> listener to take away from this if, if you take away one thing from this it's that yuji naka is directing a new sega action platformer <laughs> called um ball in uh, wonderland and yes it's ball not sega it is square enix but it is oh, oh, oh my god i forgot yes. yeah but it is nights into dreams <laughs> do you want to know however the 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 true fact listener that i'm about to tell you is that yuji naka was in charge of the best Sonic games, almost all of them, Sonic 3 and Knuckles, the entire Sonic Advance series, Sonic Adventure 1 and 2, and the GameCube port, uh, Sonic Heroes, uh, Sonic R, Sonic the Hedgehog 3. I thought this... Sonic Forces was the best Sonic game. Sonic... No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what are you talking what's the, about? What's the one made by not Sonic guys? Sonic Mania. Sonic Mania. Yeah. Sonic Mania is a, a, an incredible Sonic game. It's also made by fans. So he made it's, all of them uh, but the best one. 
All I'm saying is that Yuji Naka there is no was best Sonic game. the executive producer. Oh he was the head of Sonic Team during the golden era. Like, you know, not the first two Sonic games, but like after Sonic 1 and 2, everything until Sonic got bad. Yuji Naka. Oh, there was a, there that's was a, where that man was. It was not always bad because, you know, golden is also the color of a healthy urine, right? Like, Sonic oh, has never been no, bad. Send us not. your emails no, about not. whether or not Sonic is good because Sonic is incredible and Alex is wrong. I'm not going to argue with you about urine, but that's just not... Yeah, healthy urine's white, uh, clear. White? White, oh, I yeah. mean, clear. <laughs> anyway, hey. Oh, I messed up that one. Okay. Listen, the, 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 point, is, we, yeah. the point is, he's <laughs> developing an action game and I'm very excited about it. Yuji Naka, you're almost as good as Shuhei Yoshida in this world. <laughs> Love. Oh, so, so. We almost made very it through excited. a whole episode. Almost. Okay. There's more news, though. Yeah, there is. And this one's not 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 as not as cool not as cool as Sonic. Not great. Not very cool at all, actually. In fact, it's uh it's sad well, that we have to keep talking about stories like this. Yeah, Alex, would you like to? I'm uh, sure. I guess. Um, so we talked a little bit about uh, Ubisoft in particular. There was a bunch of cases of sexual assault and leadership, and how leadership was kind of just covering it up. Yeah. Um, uh, Jason Schreier, very very talented uh, writer and journalist, uh, recently friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the show, Jason Schreier, recently uh, had an article published where he went more in depth about it. Um, and a lot of it is information we had heard as it was coming out. But this was really interesting and stood out to me is that um, the Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and then there was one other Assassin's Creed game, I think. Um, but they wanted a female lead for the game. Um, and the director of the game and a bunch of the higher-ups at Ubisoft, uh, said no, because, and I quote, they said, uh, women don't sell copies, right? So putting a woman on the box would not sell. Forgetting the fact that, like, you know, Last of Us 2 was wildly successful. Um, what was that other game that was wildly successful but I don't care about? Um, the Sony game. Horizon Horizon Zero Zero Dawn was wildly successful. Um, that's a good game. Women don't sell because you don't want them to sell. You don't let them sell. And I think yeah. that that's a, a very, very telling statement. And Nolan, you actually played Odyssey. Is that right? Yeah, I didn't finish it. Um, to my understanding... I played, I played more of Odyssey than most games, and I still didn't finish it. To my understanding, so. the game plays better and makes more sense with the female lead. Is that right? I wouldn't... I don't know that I would say it plays better because it's they're they're but like the story beats changes, make more sense. Cassandra not even makes more sense just Cassandra is a better character. They they follow the same story, um, but Cassandra fits into the role a lot cleaner, yeah. and Cassandra is more interesting because she adds a new layer to the game. And it's like Mass Effect, where the vo- the voice acting is just all around better. For for context, um, listener, um, in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, they compromised by having an optional female character, so you could choose whether you wanted to play as a man or a woman, basically. Which they've been doing since uh, they started that with. I think it was Syndicate had a character named uh, it was Evie and Jacob, but in that one, I think maybe you played both. Yeah, of them. you like went back case, and forth. This has, this has become so. something that they have finally begun to do. Though, at least according to this reporting, people have been, people at Ubisoft, um, women namely, have been trying to get female playable characters for several games prior to those two minor successes. Yep, and they're not even minor successes, they're just flat out compromises, right? And they're messy compromises. I'm sorry, I cut you off though. 
just I feel guilty because I sh- I should have so much to say about this, but we talk about this stuff so often that I'm just sick of I'm tired of talking about it. Yeah. Not because it shouldn't be talked about, but because it's exhausting and it's so frustrating. And I don't know, you guys. I just I'm not even gonna I'm gonna stick out of this one. I'm getting really frustrated right now. Because, no, I don't like, blame you. Yeah. Don't don't stick so, out. That's the whole point right here. So th- it's all common sense, right? So many fantastic games are made better by having female leads or people of color or anyone who's not just a white dude right yeah like white dudes can be fine in games too whatever but like how is this even still something that people are saying it's insane yeah the fact that they brought this up recently we've aren't they okay i could be wrong about this but i remember a few years ago it was i i think it was ubisoft who said that like making female no it it was for oh the female assassin thing was that there was a thing with yeah, Ubisoft a-, a few years ago, where, or several years ago, where someone asked them why they didn't have a female assassin, and they were like, oh, it, would, it takes too much time to model, or whatever. And then yeah. You guys were talking about the multiplayer of Assassin's Creed 3. Okay, thank you. Okay. Yep. No, wasn't that the uh, British Assassin's Creed game? Or Sorry. Uh, um, no, because the British one had Eevee, but, uh, sorry, the, the multiplayer was not in AC3 first, it was in Assassin's Creed Brotherhood first, and okay. then returned in Revelations and 3. And all of those had several player classes you could play as, like, 12-plus different assassins. Um, and you're right, they did not have a female character. Yeah. Just, like... But that wasn't also isolated to Assassin's Creed. There have been other developers that have said the same oh. thing that I'm struggling to think of. I know. It just, I remember this being a thing, like, on Kotaku, like, in the right, news. Right, right actually discussed and listener it's just... if you know there is a more recent news story than than we're recalling at the moment where someone said females are too hard to model if you know what that is i think it was for battlefield hit us up on twitter yeah okay well battlefield so. 5 had, had yeah like, that was had the different controversy because they had like no i think it was the women. one before that oh maybe okay okay anyway this still like that we shouldn't even the fact that we know it's several games and we can't yeah, remember, and then we can't is, remember is is a problem. Enough. it's yeah. just what the heck, you guys? It's I'm so tired of it. Yeah, it's just... it's, it's such horseshit. Well, I hate it. It's 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 so strange because video game developers often treat video games still as if they were an interest product or a niche, like if, as if they had some particular demographic. But it's well, so they do. Let's be honest with ourselves here. Yeah. Well, no. Yes, they do. But here's but here's the thing, though. You can say, like, oh, most video game playing people are, you know, X, 18 to 35 males. Mm-hmm. That's not but even true, by the way. If it's we not consider, true, right. No, right, right. like, mobile games. Not only is it not true, but more importantly, video games are the single most profitable and highest selling entertainment product ever, consistently, all the time. Which means that if everybody playing them is, like, being seen as... 18 to 35 year old males yeah there will be like a confirmation of that bias if you make things that sell to men middle-aged men they'll be bought by middle-aged men but if we continue by the assumption that the most single the the single most popular medium ever created is for men then that bias will kept will keep being reinforced yeah you know there's no reason they're only for men i'm you know i've never really been able sorry alex no you're good go ahead ahead. i've never really been able to like put why i like sony so much more into like a coherent thought and and please listeners don't send me a fucking list of all the time sony's bad too or whatever because i know they're not perfect but sony anyways (laughs) at least compared to like the shit i'm seeing from xbox most of the time so many like first party games from them have 
female leads and really terrific ones at that. And it's like, these guys are doing it. We have, we have The Last of Us and Horizon Zero Dawn and the women in God of War were badass and the women in Uncharted 4 are badass. And why is it so hard for other people to remember that not only do women like games, but that women exist in the world and aren't just like trying to get fucked all the time or whatever. Yeah. If they're included at all. It's just Hellblade absurd. is a good standout if we're talking Xbox. That's true, yeah. Really? Just so we're not slamming on it completely. Oh yeah, yes, I'm just yes. saying I'm not seeing like a lot of advertisements that show me otherwise. Sure. You know, I guess there was Gears 5 has the woman on the cover. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty yeah. hyped but... to play as the woman in Deathloop who looks substantially more badass she than looks, the guy She in looks Death fucking Loop. awesome. Her, her gimmick I mean. is more like, interesting. I'm not saying yeah, Xbox... Yeah. I'm not saying Xbox doesn't do that, but yes. I have to really think about it, mm-hmm. you know? Sure. And it's just frustrating. And this is frustrating, and I already didn't like Assassin's Creed, so I guess go me. I was on top of canceling that for myself, <laughs> but goddamn. I guess it's just... Sorry, we, this was a huge tangent. I'm sorry, you guys. No, 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 yeah. talking about the topic at hand. That's Ugh. literally what we're Ugh. talking about, yeah. I know, I just get anky. Uh, <laughs> you're, allowed to, you're allowed to be mad. This is yeah. Yeah. stuff. I think that it's really... Like, men are the loudest voices in games. They We probably talk the most about them. You see the most about what men think about yeah. games. But the statistics show that they're not not always the majority of players, right? I mean, yeah. like, they're what? Yeah. probably, by and large, there are more. But if, if, if it's even close to 50-50, then that, then that merits not treating the demographic pool as though they are the single interest. What I was saying player. earlier when I was talking about how, like, oh, the primary demographic is, like, the gamer age, right? You have, like, uh, 18 to 35 white men. It is that because that's what the studio has been trying to create, you know? The right. studio. Right, it's not right, right. singular that's studio. What I'm but is it's a it's this self-confirming yeah, yeah. loop because they assume that's who wants the games. They make the games for them. Women don't like them, and that's what comes and, out and over and over again. I think over. The, the, the self-affirming the, loop is a good way to put it, yeah. There are games that we could not be doing that. Yeah, it's it's wild. Like, we, we're, I, I think maybe we're starting to see changes, but, like, you know, there there is a market. Not to cynically make this about like markets and demographics but there is a market for this type of thing you know and to just have a blatant outdated lie like oh women don't sell is insane to me that's so weird so this i'm on um statista.com okay and under the distribution of computer and video game gamers in the united states from 20 2006 to 2020 by gender 2020 is 59% male and 41% female. That is, in so statistics, that's negligible. 50, 50, but... It's such a negligible difference, you know? In twenty in 2014, it was 52-48. Yeah. Yeah. It's been going up for some reason. Well, the reason but is like, it's the most successful, like, media property in the world. Not property, but, like, the type of media. We just talked yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's wild. But uh, do we want to yeah. talk about, do you want to say anything else? Or should we move on to the next story and then our game of the year? Fucking stop. Oh, and before that, too, I have a, a 30 second review of a brand new video game. Oh, okay. What is it? Yeah, well, we can do the last news. No, do it. Okay. 30 seconds. I want to I hear it. You can't just say um, that and then be like, yeah. Um, We started Ghost of Tsushima. I napped through some of it. I was very sunburned. I couldn't stay awake. I was very tired. Um, very pretty, very cool, very cool game, very good game so far. Uh, you heard it here first, That's folks. My you heard it here there first. That's my uh, 30 second review of Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima is about an invading army force. Is that right? Yep. Yep. Well, we yeah, have Mongolian army. Yeah, we have our, our own army force that unfortunately lost a war. They lost a battle against gamers. Um, <laughs> Ugh. So we, we keep bringing up Twitch doing things that is like 
that is like the baseline for what uh, social media should do. But uh, Twitch actually got in touch with the U.S. Army and was like, you guys need to stop for a couple of reasons. Um, stop. Stop. Stop streaming. Just, yeah. You need to stop. That too. No, yeah. like for, for reference, they weren't, they were streaming like soldiers or veterans or whatever. People affiliated with the U.S. military were playing games on stream and using it essentially you know this wasn't the stated purpose but they were using these streams as thinly veiled recruiting propaganda because they'd be playing military shooters it's like cheesecloth it's thinly veiled there is no veil how cool guns are yeah so yeah Uh, Yeah, what what really sealed the deal though for twitch at least was they had a giveaway for an xbox one of those high-end xbox one controllers i'm blanking on the name of um there was no giveaway when you would click the link to the giveaway, it would redirect you to the army recruitment page <laughs> with no signifier that you were entered in or had the chance to win anything. It was just a blatant, flat-out lie. And Twitch was like, you cannot do this. Um, That's hysterical. It's, That's awful. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's, it's a nightmare. It's an actual nightmare. It's a fucking nightmare. It sucks. They also talked about how this was not lawsuit... Or actually, no, this was lawsuit-worthy because they started banning people in chat for asking about specific war crimes or, like, things the U.S. Army has done, which there was a similar issue, actually, when uh, the president of the United States, Donald Trump, started banning people from his Twitter account. The idea that, like, this is a government entity, you cannot block off information from people, right? Um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, I always mispronounce her name, I feel really bad. Ocasio. Alexandria, AOC, AOC, recently. Yeah, AOC, the same AOC. Yeah, yeah. Recently planned to file a measure to prevent the military from spending money to, through services like Twitch to recruit, right? Um, it's just the whole thing. Like, this, people harassing them about war crimes on Twitch has unraveled this whole, like, military spending and, like, recruitment regime that's just full of lies and other shady shit. It's, it's wild. Yeah. Apparently they it's, also were, like... It's in, all really fucked up. They were also inflating their view counts on Twitch and also sponsoring big Twitch events to get in favor with Twitch. They've pulled out of all of that. All of the funding with Twitch specifically is no longer a thing. They've put a stop on streaming, hopefully forever, but at least for now, right? Um, but hopefully forever. Hopefully forever. Um, and it's, they just started streaming, like, the, the war. The, what <laughs> war? The hey, war. listener, look it up. We are currently engaged in eight global conflicts it's easy to forget that we're engaged in any at all because we're in such a constant state of invisible forever war that i wouldn't be surprised if i tried to name the middle eastern country we're fighting in and got it wrong on any given day because that's what the world is like yeah so to answer your question a lot yeah isn't it funny as of Eight as of December twenty sixth. Yeah, isn't it? Well, funny. You checked in December. Isn't it? Oh, you're fucking right. I did check in funny. December. December yeah. twenty nineteen. Isn't it yep. funny? Mm-hmm. Isn't it funny? What are you trying to say? <laughs> isn't it funny that like the people who are like, oh, we should keep politics out of games. No women or minorities oh. in our games seem to be very, very quiet about the U.S. a branch of the U.S. government literally integrating itself with video games. They have nothing to say about this, but they sure had a lot to say about the Last of Us too, didn't they? They sure they did. They sure fucking well, did. All, we live in a nightmare all, it's, world. It's all, it's all quiet forever, right? I mean, like, the like the Department of Defense helps fund Call of Duty. They help fund the Marvel movies. Yeah. They help fund Mission Impossible. It's not, yeah. 
even if they're not integrating themselves through Twitch, they're still integrating themselves. I mean, how do you think that Call of Duty gets licensed to use real-world military yeah. hardware and gets all of that money that they use to create? Well, you know, actually, a, a, aside from being incredibly well-selling, here's a fun anecdote. They actually recently stopped. Uh, funding the Marvel movies because the Marvel movies stopped being like completely full on in support of the U.S. military. They didn't show enough Damn. support, so they decided they weren't going to fund them anymore. Like, hey, what if the what if? Hang on, let's imagine. Close your eyes. Yeah. Imagine an alternate universe where Twitch kept them on or whatever, and then the feds in Portland all had like different esports logos on their literal nightmare uniforms. While they oh. tear gas protesters. Literal what nightmare if the, What if the, like, Eugene Police Department was sponsored by FaZe Clan? <laughs> <laughs> what if they stream their police antics on Twitch? What if, oh, what if they... What if they had like a picture of, of like Sean Plot Day 9 on the side of the, port, of the Portland Police Bureau cars? Jesus. It's so idea. weird that these people who like went to war and like fought and killed people have the thinnest possible skin when it comes to people asking them questions that are, like, universally known, right? Like, we, we alluded at it last time. We decided on the last podcast not to talk about it because there was not a lawsuit happening. Um, but, there is now. Yeah, there is. But at the time, somebody was, like, linking the U.S. Uh, Wikipedia page of... Uh, the Wikipedia page of U.S. war crimes. And the streamer at the time threw, like, a temper tantrum and was like, I'm bigger than you. I'm better than you. You don't bring that around here, you know? Like... I'm shocked. Yeah, yeah. It's wild. Um, just... 1v1 me on Rust, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> Get in here, dude. But just the, the blatant lies. And also, we brought this up with the Donald Trump ban, too. This is not directly video game related, but, like, Twitch is doing the bare minimum of what a social media site should do, which is to, like, stomp out hate and, like, misinformation and lies. And we're praising them as being, like, you know, one of the better things that are doing things right now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Anyway, let's okay, go. The news is done. Yeah, new, no more news. The news is done. I would like to tell you guys that okay. on November 16th, 2019, Zex Zweizen of Kotaku.com wrote an article titled, 15 years later, November 2004 might still be one of the best months in video game history. Why is that? Your 2000, well, because a shit ton of very good games came out. Let's talk about 2004. Are you talking Let's about our game of the year of 2004? Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Well, I don't know when it came out, but I think there's a pretty obvious answer for me, at least. I would argue for video games as a whole, but the most influential and important and good video game of that year. Oh, voice crack. Of that year! Um, Nolan, do you have any ideas? Or do you have a uh, one you want to throw in the ring? Just if you missed the rapid transition, <laughs> we've been doing game of the year of past years I since that was a good transition i liked it, it absolutely was i liked but it people might have forgotten that we do this um we didn't do it last episode or the one might, before that might wonder that that's why i'm thinking they might wonder why we're talking about the game of the year 2004 uh we've been doing it since 1995 yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> one 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 episode am i supposed to be guessing what your I, game of the year oh no is, Alex? i have a suspicion yeah Mm. Well, I think Al I think I know what his number two is because I don't think it's his number one. Oh yeah, I, I, well, I, I, <laughs> holy shit, that's the dumbest thing I've ever said. But I, I, I think I, your number two is Paper Mario. Oh no, that's not it. Doesn't he draw for number like two or three? Wasn't even in the running. I didn't even think about that to be honest. Oh, I thought you loved that. Game. I do, but I think that there is one oh. game that is much more significant. It's Half Life Two. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I said it was your number yeah. two, not your number one. Yeah, I right. mean, Sly Cooper 2, Band of Thieves, right? Yeah, yes. Tiger Woods Correct. PGA Tour, well, whatever. My honorable right. mention was going to be uh, Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green. Oh, those were so good. Yeah, they were. Hey, for once I can say, I played those games. Yeah, yeah. Well, I played Leaf Green. Well, I th- Great same game. game. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, I think that they are actually significantly better than the original iterations of those games, which I don't think is true of all of the Pokemon remakes, but I think it is de facto true with this one. Like, red and blue oh, are hard to go. Totally. Red and blue are hard to go back to, but Fire Red and Leaf Green are like much better as video games. I think. Yeah, they're so accessible in twenty twenty. Yeah, play. yeah. They're yeah very good games. Yeah. Um, but I think it's hard to to say that any game. If you say any game is better or more important than Half Life Two, I think it's just a lie. Like Half Life Two is Super a big Mario deal. 64. That well, I that's up there. I, that's up there. I disagree with you hard, but that'll be like we only have a few minutes, so next time, Alex. Okay. I'll come for your take okay. on Half Life Two. I'll throw my vote in the ring for next time too. I disagree with you, but not that hard. I think you're right for PC shooters. Yes, yes, yes. But I don't think you're right for the uh, well. You know what? It's up in terms there. Of, it... like interactive storytelling and pacing and structure. I think you can see ripples of Half Life Two all the way yep, up. Yep, yep. You game. make you make a top ten However, list of video games. It's gonna be on there. I'm talking like all time. Yeah, right? it's 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 in there. Most influential of all time. I still think maybe one of the Mario games. Oh but yeah, sure. Those are up there too. Up. But I think they're both pretty close. But what are your guys' for uh, tw- hmm. two thousand no, or 2004. Yeah, two thousand. Well, mine is Bush had just been reelected for a second term. <laughs> Operation Iraqi Freedom that you love so much is one year in. Going. <laughs> okay. God damn it! <laughs> What's the best video game? Um. Well, mine is actually one of the most influential games of all time. I know Half Life Two is also. I just want to fight with Alex. Yeah. But, okay. Um. World of Warcraft is. Oh yeah, that's um, also a very influential control. one. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. It's one of my favorite games of all time. I don't allow myself to play it. It gets dangerous, but I <laughs> adore that game. I, it's fantastic. It has its problems, stuff that, you know, Janelle of, well, her whole life has complained about. The women in the game look dumb and blah, blah, blah. But, man, that's a fucking great MMO. That game is excellent. No one hates WoW more than WoW players, but I should love <laughs> it. It's just, it's so important too. Like, absolutely, I I absolutely. How I feel about a game, but that is, it has to also be in a top. That is all, like, yep, yep. The most influential games of all time. Yep. I would even say it's the yeah. MMO. It's, it is the MMO. No, no MMO before or since has captured people like it. I mean, and was there really any MMOs before? Successful. Like this yeah, was... there's Ever EverQuest Online and um, Ultima Online were also incredibly influential historically, mm. but none of them were successful in the same sure. way. Toontown. <laughs> <laughs> Club Penguin. But yeah, World of Warcraft hmm. fucking rocks. Yeah, it's a great awesome. game. Nolan. Great game. I never played it. All right, listener. Would I even be Nolan Allen I know what Good it is. if I did not say... What is it, Janelle? It's Metal Gear Solid 3. Would I even <laughs> be Nolan Good if I didn't say Metal Gear Solid 3? I think not. Because that is not only the best Metal Gear game, it's one of the top five PS2 games. Uh, don't at me on what the other four are, because I haven't thought about it that long <laughs> yet, I'll get back to you later. Um, that's, that's, that's one of the best libraries in gaming of all time, but that's for a different episode. God, 2004, yes, man. MGS3, it's remarkable to this day um, in terms of player freedom within constricted level design. Plenty of games are open world. Plenty of games have open encounters. 
Metal Gear Solid 3 has the most consistently interesting open encounters of that era of games. There's so much you can do. There's so many secret interactions. There's so much packed into that world. I don't think Kojima has topped that game in terms of cohesiveness. Like, MGS 5 has better gameplay, but it is not a cohesive masterwork the way that MGS 3 is, and he hasn't done anything as good since. Uh, and yeah. Outside of that, though, you guys, that year was just so many games. Oh, yeah. Splinter Cell. San Andreas. Uh, Pandora Tomorrow is the worst Splinter Cell, but still. Yeah, but still. (laughs) Like, that's Underground 2. The Sims 2. EverQuest 2. Fucking. um, GTA San Andreas was a big deal. Halo 2. I love Halo 2. San Andreas is the only good Grand Theft Auto game. (laughs) Wow, big claim. Yeah, that's a huge claim. Would we yeah. would we say that that San Andreas is one of the most influential games, or or would that just go to San Andreas being a better version of GTA Three? Because I think that GTA Three would be yeah. I would lean more. I would lean game. more towards Three, but both of them are yeah. you know. most most people would like, disagree. San Andreas I think. is the one that which is weird because it's play, but San Andreas was working off Three's formula. Yeah, it, San Andreas would not exist without Three, but San Andreas is heavily heavily based around Three. You know. It's like it's like Super Mario Brothers three is the best classic, well, or Mario World best classic Mario. No, games. no, the people don't like Mario World. Classic Mario game would it probably be one, right? To my co-hosts, it's a big take and a big deal that one game in a series is based on another game in a series. You know what? Halo two wouldn't exist without Halo one either. You fucking oh my god, imbeciles! What the hell kind oh, of geez. what is that argument? That's nothing. Oh, well, that's why we didn't San say Halo. This is my new video game of two thousand and four. Changing it just to fight us? No, but I do straight up love that game. Or I haven't played that game in like it's really good. Ten years. It is so and really I don't good. It is so I pretty good. Like it as much now, but I think you would. It's re- it's really good. There's nothing like outstandingly wrong with that game. Yeah, really? it's really good. I mean okay. the it's GTA. Dated. Yeah. The GTA games have always been kind of edgy and, like, weird about certain things, but I think that they do have, like, really good, competent writing, and I think that really shines I, through in uh, mm. in San Andreas. Yeah. Can't wait until 2009 when we can talk about if people still like GTA 4. Oh, uh, that's... I wonder if they do. Yeah, yeah. We'll get there. I like that game. We'll get there. Uh, Bellic is uh, in my Guinness Book of World Records of Video Games of 2011, given to me for Christmas by Alex. Nico Bellic is like number twelve best game character of all time. He's he's not, by the way. You know what? Before the episode ends, I want to say, listener, if you find a copy of Guinness Book of World Records 2011 Video Game Edition, I want you to turn to the fifty best video game characters of all time. And for me, I want you to go to that first page, and I want your eyes to glaze over with awe and shock and terror <laughs> that they made Bowser the King Koopa. Number 48. And guess who, listener, is number 47 placed above as a better video game character than Bowser? Mario? Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> Leisure Suit Larry. When I read that when I read that to Nolan, he almost had a fucking heart attack. Oh I swear to God. He was so upset. Somebody in a boardroom was shuffling around pins on a board and they said, Bowser, he's not that important. Now, Leisure Suit Larry, that guy... Gets laid. He defined you know a generation. <laughs> Everybody loves Larry. <laughs> oh. oh, god. Okay, and we're... also like up in the up 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 in the top ten, they have like soap and Captain Price from Modern Warfare Two. That book is definitely from 2011. That's all I'm saying about it. Yeah, it's <laughs> Anyways, not good. That's why I gave it to you because it's actively bad. <laughs> we're over time, but that has been the Emerald Games Cast episode. 34 if you want to email us we have an email at 
emeraldgamescast at gmail.com. We also have a Twitter. What is the Twitter, Janelle? <laughs> Fuck. Uh, oh, you at ODE Gamescast. ODE Gamescast. <laughs> at yep. ODE yep. Gamescast. She, you got it. Okay. Yeah. And I have been Nolan. With me has been. Circle back to me. With me has been. Uh, leisure Suit Alex. <laughs> and. We circled back to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. who's... Wait, uh, uh, Master Chief, and it's it's my weekend. My, your last week tonight? It's my last week tonight. That joke was so good, it could be on John <laughs> Oliver's show, and nobody would know that it wasn't written by his team. And email us or tweet us your favorite Yuji Naka Sonic game. God. See you next week.